Bring you out, dare you? Why can't I see that? Yes, we've never had a real life diva. Don't give up. Warning. Sis, who does he think he is? I have some dirt. Will you confirm or deny? Maybe you should rephrase the Warning. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, let, let's focus. From reality TV to real life, it's all just so dramatic with Megan Pacetto. <laughs> Real ass bitch, keep a fuck. What you say? Real ass bitch, keep a fuck. 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 I'm Megan Pastetto. I have such a huge show for you guys today. And that is by no means an exaggeration. If anything, that is literally the understatement of the century. Two huge reality TV reunions took place this week that we urgently need to cover. I have been a very busy girl this week. No rest for the wicked, as they say. So the official MAFS All-Stars reunion took place on Wednesday and Thursday, and the unofficial Bachelor in Bondi reunion took place over the weekend. I have an attendee, an actual attendee from the MAFS reunion coming on the show today. Very exciting stuff. Someone has already gone rogue. I will get to that in a minute. So I do have to hold the rest of my chat with Naranga for another week as I have a full show today. And with this breaking maths news, we cannot wait. We cannot ignore this breaking maths news. So sorry, Naranga. I know you're all dying to hear the rest of his tea, but I will have to deprive you guys for another week. Forgive me, for I have sinned. I honestly cannot believe that they... (laughs) sprung a maths reunion on us like this like as if 2020 wasn't bad enough i feel like i have just woken up from a bad dream i did say that i wasn't speaking about maths or even thinking about it until january 2021 but when this happened i just couldn't help myself not only that but i have a whole episode dedicated to the drama Drama with a capital D and an exclamation mark. Big D energy coming your way. Because I know that you guys love it and there is always a lot of drama when it comes to maths and that's what this show is all about. (laughs) Let's not sugarcoat the truth. No Willy Wonka shit in here. Now, coming up, there is also lots of swearing, lots of insults, lots of everything as there always is with maps. What more do you expect? And just another little disclaimer, I may have had a spicy margarita or two before recording this episode. Yes, guys, breaking news. I let my hair down for one hour. Sound the alarm. So yes, expect an extra spicy episode from this extra spicy gal tonight. We all know that the only way to survive maps is with alcohol and lots of it. So if I'm extra savage tonight, blame the alcohol and not me. Don't send me any more hate mail, please. I get enough as it is. It's also 1am on Thursday, well no, Friday morning as I'm recording this. So I am a little bit delirious. So please leave your judgments at the door. Something that I am judging this week and judging it big time is Ellie Miles' announcement that she had split from Fraser. I'm going to go into this later on in the show and explain why I think it's all just a little bit sus. The clues just don't add up, IMO. Well, they add up to my theory. not what Ellie said in her video. So I have another special investigation at the end of this show. I'm going to deep dive into the never ending saga that is Fraser Neat. Make it stop. 
I'll probably get trolled for my comments. I'll probably be labeled a cold-hearted bitch again, but we speak the truth on this podcast and the truth only. Apologies in advance if I offend you. Look, all I can say is thank God I don't have to report on Fraser's super spreading antics, cheating behavior, whatever you want to call it, for another week because that was really becoming old. That was getting more stale than a loaf of bread. So yes, praise be, blessed be the fruit that we don't have to cover any more cheating allegations. Anyway, time is of the essence and I have limited fucks left to give and I need to preserve them for the rest of this episode. But before we get into it, time for some quick chores. Grab a bucket, grab a mop. If you could please take a second to leave a rating and review, preferably a five-star rating and preferably a gushing review. Although they do say that any publicity is good publicity. Share with friends on Instagram, Facebook, wherever. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. If you're out at Christmas parties, which all of you will be, I double dare you make an announcement at the table that you're at and tell everyone to subscribe to So Dramatic. Think of me as a charity. Spread the good word like Jesus Christ and get all of your Christian hours in for the year. We don't have long to go. It's almost 2021. Thank God. God will reward you. Santa will reward you. I will reward you. Honestly, though, if any of you do do the above, please video it and inbox me so I can use it for content. Thank you in advance. Guys, also join my cult, aka the Facebook community. That's at So Dramatic Podcast when you search in groups on Facebook. I have some exciting Facebook group only things happening in there over the coming weeks. So do not miss out on that. Make sure you're also following me on the gram. That's at So Dramatic Podcast underscore at So Dramatic Media and at Megan Pistetto. Oh, one quick thing. So many people are asking me about the merch that I teased a couple of weeks ago. I promise... I will let you guys know when it's dropping, hopefully next week. I know I am cutting it close to Christmas and Santa is already loading up his sleigh, but you can only do what you can do. There are a few delays. I do work hard, but not as hard as Mrs. Claus, it seems. So I will announce that soon. There is limited stock, so you really don't want to miss out. It's super sassy, super fun. And I will announce it first in the Facebook group for my VIPs. So if you do want to get your hands on that, make sure that you're in there. Guys, I have a quick beauty scoop for you before we get into today's episode. An important PSA about a product from Adore Beauty that I just cannot get enough of. And I wanted to share it with you. It's from Cult Beauty brand Alpha H and it's called Liquid Gold Midnight Reboot Serum. And the name says it all really. I actually heard Joe and Hannah talking about it on episode 61 of the Beauty IQ Uncensored podcast. They were fighting over it being their product that they didn't know they needed. So I felt like I had to try it for myself. And now it's definitely a product that I didn't know I needed. It's breakthrough formula works overnight to resurface and reboot your skin while you sleep. I applied the serum before I went to bed and I woke up as good as gold, literally pun intended. I could instantly see results. My skin was plumper, smoother, basically just more rejuvenated. And I had this all over glow. It's blend of peptides, antioxidants, and acids work to clear dry, dull skin and accelerate cell renewal. And over time, it's actually proven to reduce fine lines and wrinkles. What's not to love, honestly? It's also an Australian-made, clinically proven cosmeceutical that will not cost you its weight in gold. You can find over 250 beauty brands, including Alpha H at adorebeauty.com.au, where I will be doing all of my Christmas shopping this month from the comfort of my couch whilst I binge reality TV. 
coming up today. Oh my God, I cannot wait for this. It is such a juicy jam-packed episode. I know that I do say that every single week, but this week I really mean it. I'm feeling so generous, maybe even a little too generous. You're getting a really nice treat. Actually, not even just a nice little treat. I would say a whole five course degustation of juicy gossip plus everything on the dessert menu as well. I have the 411 on all the reality TV reunions that took place this week. There were a few, including The Bachelor in Bondi's three-day party that took place over the weekend. They had a literal three-day bender, so there's bound to be plenty of stories from that. I've also got everything you need to know about the MAFS All-Star reunion that was filmed this week. Honestly, so much tea came out of that, my kettle exploded. There was literally enough content from those two days to last me until like the solar eclipse of 2023. But as you know, I don't deprive you guys on this podcast. I spoil you. Christmas has come early. You do not want to miss that. I've also got reality TV troll NASA Sultan, who attended the reunion, joining me to spill the tea about what went down. Yes, guys, a real life All Stars contestant is coming on the show. Channel 9 are not going to be happy. Plus, a special investigation into Ellie Miles and Fraser Neat's sus breakup. I'm not ready to let that kettle of fish go just yet. I've got one last investigation into Fraser for the road. Honestly, guys, I am not joking when I say buckle up for this show. Wear protection, wear double protection, take your meds, do all of the above because it's going to be a wild ride. Spoiler alert as always, but today I really mean it. So much drama, so little time. Let's get into the show. But you're like the last person we can tell things to. You want to know something? I have some dirt. So juicy. So all the Bachelor rejects reunited in Bondi over the weekend. They traveled near and far just to attend. They came from all corners of this sunburnt country. And I've got all the goss. I wasn't there personally, but I have plenty of spies who were. So as previously revealed on So Dramatic, Bella Varellis and Adam Todd have been dating. And then their housemates, Beck and Shannon, also started hooking up. And there was a little bit of a double date situation going on, I think you could call it. Well, there was until Friday night when (laughs) Beck and Bella gave Adam and Shannon the flick. Yes, guys, they dump them quicker than a dial-a-dump truck dumps its load. They hit it and quit it, Tracy Jewell style. One contestant who was in attendance at the Batchy dinner on Friday night dished to me and said, Bella and Beck brushed Adam and Shannon for these younger and hotter Love Island guys. They upgraded. So Todd Elton and Josh Packham are the Love Island guys they upgraded to. I'm using those finger inverted commas things and IMO, no offense to them, but I really don't think that you can upgrade from Adam, but I guess, look, each to their own. The source continued, Josh was hooking up with Beck all night. They didn't leave each other's sides. Shannon was spewing about it as they had been hooking up and dating for a while now. They went on a few dates together and a couple of double dates with Beck and Adam. So Shannon was really cut up about it. He was actually embarrassed he was brushed so publicly by Beck. He was ropeable that she's now with Josh and was telling everyone how messed up it was. Oh, poor Shannon. It's never nice to be dumped, but 
Shannon, welcome to my life, buddy. This is just a daily, weekly, monthly occurrence for me. So my sympathy for others is very sparse. Now, that's not all. I also have my own gloss about this Beck and Josh situation. Close friends of theirs tell me that they have actually been chatting on the DMs for a couple of months now. Beck slid into his DMs as soon as he announced his split from Anna McAvoy and they began chatting daily and have even recently been hanging out. They met up a few times in Sydney and I first noticed this a few weeks ago when they both posted the exact same scenic picture. It was on the rocks at one of the beaches in Sydney at the exact same time. And as I've mentioned on this show before, I'm not the best at maths, but from my calculations, there may have been a bit of a crossover from when she was dating Shannon and when she was dating Josh. So I can understand why Shannon might be a little pissed. Oh my God, oh my God. Now, Bella and Adam. Bella dumped him for Love Island's Todd Elton. Reality TV people are so incest, honestly. Guys, you know that there are trillions of other guys in the world who have not been on TV that you can date. I can just imagine them all like listening to this, guys, if you're listening, and replying to me and saying, thanks, but I'll pass. The contestant dishes, Bella and Adam didn't speak all night. Bella brushed him for Todd. They didn't leave each other's sides all night and were openly hooking up in front of Adam. He was really upset about it and he didn't speak to her for the rest of the weekend. He's going away for a month, Byron, then Melbourne for New Year's, so he doesn't really care because he's not looking for a relationship or anything like that, but he was cut up about it. He's really shy, so he didn't voice to Bella how he really felt or that he was annoyed about the situation. They added, but next week, Bella will be onto a new reality star with more followers. Savage. Oh my God. Oh my God. Joe, sweet Joe, too pure for this earth, Joe. Turns out that Joe is turning into a little bit of a super spreader himself. He also found love on the weekend and was hooking up with a stunning mystery girl from Sydney all night, who he has reportedly been speaking to on the DMs for a little while now. Seems like Joe is hot property and his DMs are the place to be. Oh my God. Oh my God. Now, drum roll. Pause for dramatic effect. The moment everyone has been waiting for. Married at first sight. The All-Stars reunion we didn't see coming. The All-Stars reunion we didn't know we needed. Do I have some tea for you guys today? Spoiler alert ahead. I'm basically going to tell you everything that happened. So if you don't want to know, then skip ahead until the final segment. Thank you. (laughs) Lots of you were writing in asking, why the hell are they doing this reunion thing? And honestly, I've been asking myself the same question. No, actually, I'm here for it, obviously. Maths is the definition of drama. I love drama. I live for this shit. Like... (laughs) It's the most normal relationship I've ever been in. But my only gripe with it all is that December is already a busy month for everyone and I'm supposed to be on holidays ATM. So I was just annoyed that I had to work overtime this week covering it. But aside from that, in terms of how excited I am to watch this shit show unravel for the tears, for the yelling, for the hookups, for the sleeping together, for the boyfriends, for everything, for the public humiliation of the talent, etc., etc., On a scale of one to a hundred, I would say a thousand. Now I do have some devastating news before we start. One contestant told me that the reason they are doing this is because the upcoming season is such a bore. They said, the new season is so boring. Nothing really happened and everyone was really well behaved. So they're bringing back the most outrageous and outspoken contestants the franchise has ever seen. 
to drum up a little bit of interest and hype in the show and get some headlines before it starts. It's all about ratings and shock factor for them. They just want people to be abusing each other and fighting. It's actually really toxic. Look, the more toxic, the better, I say. Oh my God, oh my God. Now the format, a lot of you are also asking how the hell it is all going to work. So it's gonna be split into two big nights, two episodes. Episode one will be the big dinner party. Night two will be the sit down on the couch with the experts. There are no rules. <laughs> Contestants are allowed to talk about whatever the hell they like and that's how we like it too. Oh my God, oh my God. When is it airing? It will be airing at the end of January, just before season eight starts. I kind of feel old just saying that because I vividly remember working on season one, RIP. But from my calculations, it will be around the 31st of January, depending which night of the week they choose to air it. So usually they begin proceedings for the new season of MAFS on a Sunday night. So I've marked my calendar for the 31st. So I'm sure if they'll do it like, you know, the week before that, or they'll do it that night and start the new season late. I guess we'll just have to see. Oh my God, oh my God. Who is starring? Time to name and shame. Here we go. From season five, we have Ryan Gallagher, Sarah Rosa, Dean Wells, Tracy Jewell, Charlene Pereira, Joe, Foxy Jojo McFarlane, Ashley Irvine, and Nasa Sultan. From season six, we have Inna's Basic, Jessica Power, Cyrell Paul, Mike Gunner, Martha Kalafatidis, and Michael Brunelli. From season seven, we have Lizzie Sobanoff and Seb Gilhouse. Oh my God, oh my God. Did anyone pull out? So yes, there were a few people that pulled out. Some places were reporting that Sam Ball pulled out, but he was actually not even asked to return, TBH. They wanted nothing to do with him after the headache he caused for them during his season. All of those media articles, all of those like police allegations, all of that, they just wanted to wipe their hands of him. He basically broke all the rules and just acted like a POS. Davina, Davina was someone that they really wanted to get, but she said no, she kept saying no. She stuck to her guns. She was offered numerous amounts with the network who upped their price every single time in a bid to get her to agree to come on the show. She even reportedly turned down a whopping $40,000 to do the show. She said she wanted nothing to do with them. She has well and truly moved on and she won't even sell her soul for a five figure sum. So hats off to her for keeping her dignity intact. I know I would have taken the money. <laughs> Heidi Latcham, she was asked to go on, but she actually said no, she turned it down. She wasn't interested at all. Cam and Jules, they pulled out last minute too. They apparently wanted big bucks and the network just couldn't afford them. One contestant claims, Cam and Jules asked for $50,000 for the two days. They were going back and forth in negotiations and didn't get the amount they wanted, so they pulled out last minute. Another contestant says, the network had a budget. Cam and Jules asked for way too much and they couldn't afford it, so they had to turn them down. They had enough people to make something happen. They weren't really needed anyway. There was enough material to make a really cool show. They just couldn't match their asking price. They got way too greedy and then missed out altogether. Ouch. But I mean, if you want fireworks and aggressiveness and arguing, I mean, Cam and Jules are not really where you want to spend your money. I can think of better people that are going to give you that for a lot cheaper price. Oh my God, oh my God. So the whole reunion was actually organized super last minute and the cast were only notified about it last week. An Endemol Shine production source dishes. The reunion has been in the works for a few months now. 
It was an idea that was thrown around when the new season was a flop. However, contestants were never notified about it until the 11th hour because they know how much they leak shit to the media. They are like a sieve. You can't tell them anything. Plus, producers knew that they wouldn't have any problem convincing the contestants to sign up because they're all thirsty for publicity and relevance. So they only gave them a few days notice and sprung it on them super last minute. The only one who knew about it prior was Martha. More on that later. Oh my God, oh my God. Another source told me that Dean and Tracy were super last minute decisions, not on the show's behalf, but on their own behalf. They said, Dean was still finalizing his contract up until one hour before filming commenced. Yes, one hour. Producers were contacting Dean and Tracy all week, but they didn't decide until the weekend to do it. And that was after a lot of convincing and a lot of back and forth. Dean wanted to make sure that he wasn't going to get fucked over by producers and set up to look bad again. He had his manager going back and forth on a few points in the contract to make sure that it was airtight. Tracy was also debating whether or not to do it because she said that she'd already moved on from that part of her life and she didn't know if she wanted to be associated with the franchise again. Fair enough. She was also going back and forth on her contract because she didn't want to be portrayed in a bad light either and she didn't want to have the Sean stuff brought up. So they agreed not to do that and they had both points written into her contract. They also wanted to keep Tracy's arrival on the DL because they wanted to build up some hype around it. Like, is she coming? Is she not? Some outlets reported that Tracy was a last minute addition because she was negotiating a higher fee. However, that is not the case. She was paid the standard $3,000 that all the contestants received. Well, most of them. I'll get to that in a minute. Oh my God. Oh my God. Let's talk about the pay. I'm actually hearing a lot of conflicting stories about the pay. So all the contestants were paid around $3,000. There was no negotiating for most of them, which is just embarrassing because they can't even say that they did it for the money because the money's shit. Except Innes and Ryan, who were savvy enough to negotiate a higher rate and a better hotel. They stayed at the same hotel and I guess, look, they are big names, so they can do that. Actually, not that Ryan adds much to the show in terms of drama and stuff like that. I mean, he's a big name, he's done a few shows, but I'm told that he was pretty quiet and he didn't really say much during the reunion at all. I heard Innes got around $10,000 for her appearance. I'm actually shocked that Innes even signed up for the show at all, to be honest. After all the claims that she made about her season, she said that the show left her mentally traumatized, suicidal, on meds, and that she lost a substantial amount of weight as well. So look, her comeback will be interesting to see. I also heard Mike Gunner got around the same amount as Innes, close to 10K. Dean Wells also negotiated a higher fee. I believe that it was around the $8,000 mark. Dean and Ryan have the same manager, so I assume that they would have negotiated their talent the same price. I also heard that Jessica Power negotiated herself a good fee because she said that she wanted more if Cyrell was going to be in the room with her. It was reported that NASA was the lowest paid contestant and that he got $3,000, but I did hear that he got a bonus for returning on the second day. So I think it was about $1,500. So good for NASA. Then most of the other contestants also got around this amount as well. But Michael and Martha reportedly got the most. They got about $15,000 between them, which is huge. Oh my God, oh my God. Now let's get into the drama, D-R-A-M-A. Producers were reportedly feeding the contestants lines, not the white kind, the word kind. It was all very scripted, basically. One contestant says they had a clear idea of what they wanted everyone to say and what direction they wanted the show to go in. Oh my God, oh my God. Now let's talk about relationships. 
Innes and Sam. Innes was apparently begging producers to invite Sam to the reunion. Even on the final day of filming, she was like, can you please call him up? Call him now. God, you got to give her points for trying, don't you? The contestant dishes, Innes was asking producers if Sam was coming. When they said no and she found out that he was in Sydney, she begged them to invite him. Then she told some of the other contestants, if Sam rocks up, she is going to fuck him. Then on the couch at the last night, they said to her, what would you do if Sam was here? And she replied and said, I wonder if he would still be hot. Some things just never change. Then Innes allegedly questioned Sam's sexuality. Everyone was like, shit, she's going to get slammed by the public when this airs. Oh my God, oh my God. While Innes and Sam didn't actually come face to face, two old flames who did were Ryan Gallagher and Ashley Irvine. And there was apparently quite a bit of tension between them. I don't know if many people know this, but they had a secret fling and they were hooking up after their season wrapped and it didn't end too well. One contestant explains, so it was awkward when they saw each other for the first time, but they ended up having a chat and sorted it all out and everything was fine. By the end, they were getting along great. Oh my God, oh my God. Ashley's on-screen husband, Troy Delmerge, Toothbrush Troy was also in attendance and they said, Troy and Ash were getting along great too, actually. Everyone was just like, look, this all happened years ago. It's all in the past. Let's just leave it there. Let's all be friends. And that was that. There weren't any big arguments between them. Everyone just kind of said their piece and moved on. So while season five people kind of got along and there weren't any big arguments, when it came to season six, things were a little different. There was no peace offerings. According to one of my insiders who was from season five, the season five cast members were shocked. Shocked and appalled at how the season six cast were behaving. And they just sat there in disbelief and judged them all night, basically. One season five contestant says, it was actually disgusting. We were all sitting there watching them carry on in shock. We were like, WTF. It was next level. I didn't even know what to do. A wine glass got thrown at someone. They made us look like saints. The season five people all still talk to each other despite their differences. Yes, sometimes we didn't like each other and we didn't always get along, but we never abused each other. We never screamed, we never yelled, we never threw things at each other. We did not get violent once. We were all just sitting there last night going, who are these people? It was insane. I was disgusted to be a part of it, to be honest. Even though a few of us have had beefs, it's all in the past and we put it aside for the night and had a great time reminiscing. It was all great down our end, but every time we looked down at their end, they were screaming and pointing in each other's faces and we were just watching on in total shock. Oh my God, oh my God. The only real big fight with season five people, I guess, was with Dean Wells and Ryan Gallagher. So the backstory to this, look, I'm thinking I might actually get Telvon soon to explain it all in a bit more detail as, look, it's super juicy. And he was there for a lot of it because he was best mates with Ryan when this all went down. So basically to summarize, all of the reality TV boys that were in that group at the time were angry at Ryan because he allegedly cheated on his girlfriend, Ayla, 
and all the boys told him that they didn't agree with what he was doing. She then moved over from New Zealand to be with him. And then after like two weeks, he broke up with her because he thought he was going to be the next bachelor. He had like an offer. There was an offer on the table. He almost was the bachelor. And he allegedly threw all of her stuff out on the street one day and she was basically left homeless. Well, she was left homeless. I think Dean said that, well, Dean alleged that he also owed him money or something like that. And then there was an argument. Ryan blew up at Dean and Tell for hanging out at a party with Ayla. They were seen in like pat pics together, like super brief, but he still got annoyed. Then after all that, Ryan allegedly had an altercation with Davy Lloyd in his own house, in Davy's house, when Ryan was living with him. And then after that, he just blocked everyone. So Dean confronted him about all of this at the MAPS reunion and basically called him out on all his bullshit, someone said. They ended up talking it all out and in the end, it was all fine. They made amends. This is what one contestant said to me. Ayla, the poor girl, moved from overseas to be with Ryan and he was allegedly cheating on her the whole time anyway. Dean confronted him about all that and was giving him heat and producers could see that it was escalating, but Ryan wasn't really saying anything. So they pulled him aside and told him, look, you can admit whatever you want, air it all out, just have a normal conversation with Dean, don't hold back, let Dean attack you, say how you feel, do not be worried about how you're going to look because we will edit everything bad that he says about you out of the convo anyway. They really just wanted them to argue with each other, right? So Ryan comes back, he's all cocky and he starts blabbing his mouth to Dean. This is the contestant saying this, by the way. He was saying, yeah, I cheated on her, blah, blah, blah. He was owning up to all of it because he knows that they're going to edit it all out of the show. I don't know why Channel 9 wants to protect this POS. Their words, not mine. They continued, he knows how to play the game and producers look after him for some reason. It's so unfair. Dean and Ryan both got it all out and said their piece and then it ended up just fizzling out after that. Oh my God, oh my God. Let's talk about what we all came here for. The feuds, the fighting, the cat fights, the arguments, the beefing, the combats, the brawls, the confrontations, the whatever you want to call it, the fighting. Season five seemed to have got along with everyone. Well, that is everyone except NASA Sultan, who has slammed every single reality star under the sun in his time. He's basically just a big old troll. It was everyone versus NASA at this reunion from what I've been told. One contestant says, NASA got smashed from everyone and from every angle. He tried to make a speech like he used to do on our season and he just told everyone to shut up. I think that they invited nearly everyone to the reunion that doesn't like NASA, so they had some content. It was bound to happen and the producers knew that. They were even encouraging his bad behavior and geeing him up to give the other contestants hell. Another contestant says, NASA stood up at the start to do a toast. Well, look, I personally would call it a roast. And we all thought, okay, maybe he's going to apologize. We'll hear him out. Let's see if he apologizes for everything that he's done to us. But no, his toast was about how great it was to see everyone and all about how big of a celebrity he is. <laughs> so once we realized that it wasn't an apology toast, we were like, sit the hell down, NASA. No one wants to hear from you. NASA refused. So then everyone arced up. We all went around the table and said <laughs> what NASA had done to us. <laughs> I can't with this. I cannot. <laughs> it's just so fucking funny. 
like sitting at a table, like NASA said this about me. It's honestly the content that I never knew that I needed, but I do. So it was basically like a NASA anonymous meeting, an NA meeting. And it was both seasons that were saying stuff. So he's even trolled like new seasons, as we know, as we've all seen. Even Michael and Martha had a go at NASA. He refused to apologize. So they all said, well, you should leave then. So then he apparently just got up and walked out because no one wanted him there. Another contestant dishes, NASA was insulting everyone and then everyone attacked NASA for being a troll. It was on like Donkey Kong. Michael said to him, you called my wife Kmart Kim. NASA called him a doormat back. I'm sorry, I'm not meant to laugh at insults, but this is just drama. Give it to me. He told, oh man, too many spicy margaritas for me. I'm sorry, I gotta compose myself. This is some mean shit. I gotta be up with my serious face on. I honestly laugh when I get nervous and awkward when it's a serious situation, so that's just a nervous laugh. He told poor pregnant Tracy that she is a nobody. This is so savage, even for my levels. He told Sarah Rosa that her lipstick isn't even good enough to be stocked at Chemist Warehouse. <laughs> not the level of pettiness like I can't I actually can't like I think I'm a petty bitch but this is too much even for me this is low blows NASA if you're listening I don't think he listens Sarah Rosa demanded an apology from NASA after that he told her to get stuffed then he had an argument with Cyrell Cyclone Cyrell he's one very brave boy who confronted him for bagging her out and her partner Eden on social media the Cyclone attacked NASA so bad that he ended up leaving and apparently everyone was glad when he left. I'm going to give you more on this later. It's quite juicy. So basically no one was safe from NASA. I mean, look, he is a troll, but at least he doesn't just hide behind a screen and say shit about people. Like he actually even says it to their faces too. So you got to give him that. After abusing everyone, I wasn't surprised NASA left early. In fact, I was surprised that he made it out alive, TBH. Apparently he was also walking around the thing saying, I was expecting big stars and these people are not stars, they're all plebs. Then he called them seat fillers and he was walking around calling himself Australia's Princess Diana. I mean, come on, give me a break. I am dead. Hold my funeral tomorrow and cremate me. Like throw my ashes into the water whilst playing Little John and the East Side Boys or some ghetto shit like that and put $1,000 on the bar tab at the local RSL and have shots in my honor because I am dead. RIP me. Oh my God, oh my God. Now, there were some people who did defend NASA. Not a lot, but a few. Inner Seven Lizzie all came to his rescue, but I mean, when you're competing against people like Cyrell, Sarah Rosa, all of that, I mean, what's the point? You may as well be on your own. Like, nice try, hun, but no. Inners even had a fight with Mike Gunner after defending NASA. One contestant explains, Mike was being really nasty to NASA. NASA went to do a toast and Mike just yelled out at him, shut up, no one cares. <laughs> Inners started screaming back at Mike and saying really foul things like, I'll F your mom, I'm an immigrant, give me your mom's number. All of this like mumbo jumbo crap apparently. Mike just ignored her. He didn't want to feed into the drama. He doesn't like Inners. Apparently at the start of the night, she went up to him and went to kiss him and he didn't even kiss her back. So then she pretended to like lick his face or something inappropriate like that. Oh my God, oh my God. Mike wasn't the only one Innes was feuding with. She also had a fight with her bestie, Jess Power. A plot twist no one saw coming, I'll be honest. Let me explain. When everyone walked in, 
Martha pulled Jess aside and asked her to have a wine with her. And they went and had a chat in the side room straight away. Things were said. It got pretty heated, but it was somewhat resolved. They were then sitting down, being friendly, having a bit of a chat. They didn't really speak for the rest of the night after this. They just kind of left each other alone. But they resolved their issues, right? Everyone was shocked. They were like, WTF, what the fuck? They hate each other. What is going on? The main culprit for the WTF was Innes. She was not happy that Jess had made up with her arch nemesis, Martha. So Innes stormed up to them during their chat and she's like, what the F are you doing, Jess? Oh, so you two are just like effing friends now, are you? And Jess was like, babe, chill out. And then Martha was like, Babe, we're just trying to be civilized. We're talking about women's positivity. Leave us alone. And then Innes is like, being civilized? Question mark. So then Innes turned on Jess, like massively turned on her. They didn't speak all night. And now Innes hates Jess and they're still not speaking. They apparently even went together on the night and they had this secret pact and Innes was pissed off that Jess had kind of betrayed her by chatting to Martha when they promised that they weren't going to do that. Then by the end of the night, Jess was crying because Innes didn't have her back with the whole Cyrell fight, which I will get to in a moment. Oh my God. Oh my God. Another person who stayed right out of the drama was Martha, apparently because she doesn't want to look stupid when she goes on Celebrity Apprentice. She doesn't want to tarnish her image. And fair enough. She has worked bloody hard to build her personal brand up and I wouldn't be destroying it over a mass reunion either. Cyrell did try to start beef with Martha, but Martha wasn't having a bar of it. She basically just ignored it at all and tried to keep her nose clean or her dress, her white dress clean, I should say. Then Cyrell accused Martha of, wait for it, buying Instagram followers. So Martha just didn't respond. She just really did not want another Prada outfit to get ruined, I'm assuming. She learned her lesson the hard way last time. Once bitten, twice shy for Martha. Oh my God, oh my God. Now, another juicy tidbit I have about Martha that I found very interesting. I have been told that it was in Martha's Celebrity Apprentice contract that they would only have her on that show if she also did the maths reunion. It was a two for one deal. So they basically blackmailed her into it. <laughs> they dragged her there against her will and pretty much held a gun to her head. Michael was just an accessory. He was just a little pretty LV bag on Martha's arm, but you know, the real like mini ones, the super, super mini ones that you cannot fit a thing in, but they're pretty much just there for show. Oh my God, oh my God. Okay, let's chat about the fight that everyone's dying to hear about. Jessica and Cyrell, Cyclone Cyrell and Jessica with a K, Power. They have a very, 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 very long history of beef and it's juicier than an Angus rump steak. And it all stems from them both hooking up with Eden Daly, who is now Cyrell's baby daddy. So Cyrell had actually threatened Jessica Power with physical violence on Instagram before the reunion. So we always knew that there was gonna be some fireworks with those two. Grab the fire extinguisher. In my case, I'll be grabbing the popcorn. One contestant says, Jessica was getting annihilated at the dinner table by absolutely everyone and they were all having turns saying to her, you said this about me. She denied all of it and everyone was like, Jess, just be honest, stop lying. And they were just going off at her a little bit. She kept denying it. Anyway, it was kind of resolved, but not Cyrell. Cyrell and Jess start screaming things at each other across the table. Cyrell was apparently swearing at the top of her lungs at Jess and at other people as well, I might add, calling them all mother effers. One contestant described it as outrageous and foul behavior. 
So Jess and Cyrell had a few chats during the night. Apparently, Jess said that she was open to like making amends with Cyrell or making amends with anyone at the dinner. But Cyrell kept coming up to her. Jess didn't yell at her or engage with her. She was actually trying to reason with her and make amends, but Cyrell did not want a bar of it. During one of these chats, Cyrell said to Jess, get that effing smirk off your face, bitch. Jess said, babe, I have that much plastic in my face. It doesn't move. I wasn't smirking at you. Trust me. So Cyril gets up and she's like pointing in Jess's face. Apparently she was even standing on Jess's dress at one point. So Jess couldn't even like walk away from the confrontation. Now, the straw that broke the camel's back was Jessica accusing Cyril of getting pregnant to stay relevant. I mean, in Cyril's defense, I would probably get offended at that as well. They then had an argument about Eden and it got quite nasty. Jess said, babe, your relationship with Eden is fake. He doesn't want to be with you and he never did. And you baby trapped him. Then Cyrell lost it and she poured this big glass of wine at Jess. She threw it in her face, like right in her face. Thank God it was white wine and not red wine. But I mean, still, no one wants to cop a glass of wine to the face, especially when you've got a full face of professional makeup on. That shit's expensive. Now, it got so heated that Cyril had to be restrained by everyone. Producers then had to drag Cyril away and she was yelling out at Jess saying, come outside, I'm going to bite you. Then she yelled at Martha and said, it should have been you for what you did to me, you bitch. Seb and Lizzie ran to Jess's rescue. They were helping her. Then even Ryan and Dean ran outside to make sure that Jess was okay because she was so hysterical. Yikes. Producers made Cyrell cool off outside for 45 minutes to an hour before she was allowed to go back to the dinner. Meanwhile, Jessica was so upset having the wine poured on her face that she left the reunion in tears and she got a cab back to her hotel. She was distraught. Poor thing. I mean... I don't know if I have a lot of sympathy though. Have these girls not learned anything? You do not wear a white dress to a dinner party, to a maths dinner party where Cyrell is an attendee. Like you do not. Come on. One contestant dishes some more. Look, Cyrell was fine, but then after a few drinks, it was a different story. You have never heard a more foul-mouthed person like her. Cyrell got dragged by the whole group for her behavior, for throwing shit at Jessica. Everyone stuck up for Jessica, and Cyrell finally got a taste of her own medicine. Cyrell just walked out because she couldn't handle people pulling her up for her behavior. <sighs> My head's spinning. That was a lot to comprehend. Honestly, I need Valium again and it's not even halfway through the episode. God, give me strength. Oh my God, oh my God. Okay, night two, the reunion. It was a big night. They were all kept there until 3.30 a.m. except Cyrell who left at midnight. She threw a Cinderella. NASA also said that he wasn't going to return, but producers begged him and reportedly paid him double to come back and cause some more trouble. NASA agreed, obviously. Jessica also said she wasn't returning and it took a little bit more convincing on her behalf. She was apparently refusing point blank to return to, until the very last minute if Cyril was going to be there. But look, they offered her more money and she agreed. So reunion nine. NASA got absolutely roasted like an almond by the experts on the couch. They didn't even ask about his experience. They just criticized his behavior. And I mean, fair enough. Then everyone else joined in on the NASA roasting and demanded an apology from him, which they didn't get. And they were saying, I hope you've learned a lesson, which he hasn't. And he vowed to continue trolling everyone, which he will. He told Martha to go take a social media course because no one cares about her photos in the bath. He then told her to do porn. 
NASA, too far, man, too far. Like, I like you, but you do take it too far sometimes, just a little bit too far. He's got no filter, honestly. So the experts and contestants grilled NASA for selling everyone out to the media, and Innes then yelled out and said, well, Martha, you do it too. <laughs> RIP me again, if I'm still alive by this point. Oh my God, oh my God. So they replayed everyone's clips from their time on the show, their highlights of their journey, just to see, you know, how far they've come. Michael and Martha got the most time on the couch. One contestant says, the experts were just stroking their egos big time. They made Martha out to be the next Kim K. It was just a PR stunt for Martha's upcoming Celebrity Apprentice appearance. They spoke about how hard she's working with her influencing and they said, you've come so far. It's amazing to see you using your platform for a good cause. Since when a selfie is a good cause? No, actually, they must mean Celeb Apprentice. I think that's for charity. So that's what they meant by that, Soz. Oh my God, oh my God. There was even more fireworks with Jess and Martha on night two, of course. It's what we all came here to see. One contestant says, the experts brought up the whole Mean Girls thing with Innes, Martha, Jess and Cyrell. Everyone had resolved it and they put their issues to bed and everyone was getting along and Cyrell just would not drop it. Everyone is like, we've all moved on, you should too. And she just couldn't. The second night wasn't supposed to be more drama than a screaming match, but it was. Cyrell was screaming at the experts. They couldn't even get a word in. It's meant to be a different format to the reunion. It was supposed to be a really nice evening, reminiscing and all of that. I mean, this person's hopeful. They said, you can't behave like that two nights in a row. She didn't like that, so she decided to leave. She stormed out and did not come back. It was quite early on in the evening. Another contestant says, everyone had a go at Cyrell for her behavior. Jess said, you've had a baby now. And Cyrell said, what the F is with you saying I've had a baby and that I should have grown up? Jess is like, I didn't mean it like that, babe. And then that's when everyone went in on Cyrell for her behavior, even the experts. She couldn't handle it, so she just stormed off. As she was leaving, she yelled out to Dean, who is friends with her boyfriend, Eden. Don't you ever ring me again, C-U-N-T. And don't you ever tell me how to be a mother. God, this show, man, I cannot with these people, but I love it. I'm here for it. Um, What else? Oh, a few little tidbits before we get into our chat with NASA for more maths tea. Yes, there's more. My head's about to fall off. Oh my God, oh my God. Innes was insulting people left, right, and center and ostracized herself. Everyone was like, WTF is going on. Lizzie and Cyrell did not have a beef. They avoided each other like the plague. Lizzie and Seb won't get much airtime. They didn't really do anything, so that's interesting. Lizzie's usually up for a bit of drama, so she seems to have changed her tune. Dean was giving Innes a neck massage at one point during the dinner party, but it was because she genuinely had a sore neck. It wasn't sexual at all or anything like that. Everyone was saying how much Jess has grown and matured as a person, and she's going to come off looking really good after all of this. But there is a lot of people who are going to come out looking really silly. They didn't do themselves any favors. I mean, after what we've just heard, we can probably figure out who that is. We can put two and two together. Mike Gunner has a redemption. He owned up up to his mistakes and accepted ownership of his flaws and his actions and it was all well received by the group and the experts. A current affair were there filming interviews with talent. They did shots with some of them at home and in their hotels before too. The executive producer Tara McMillan only spoke to a select few contestants. The select few were Michael and Martha, Lizzie and Seb. She did address the group as a whole at dinner though saying, 
Season five and season six were her favorite seasons and nothing will ever compare. And I'm gonna finish on that note because I concur. Oh my God, oh my God. Do not fight amongst yourselves. Please come to me. So will you confirm or deny? At least you're honest with me. So exclusive. Okay guys, I've got NASA Sultan, Australia's biggest troll on the phone. This is very fucking late for me. You have no I idea. I know. Thank you for staying up. But you know what? You've you told me seven. This is ridiculous. You told me seven o'clock, and you didn't answer at seven. Well, I was at a book launch, and you know, <laughs> when you're a fucking celebrity like me, you you get to know how the other half lives. <laughs> you're too you popular. You're in demand, NASA. I'm so in demand. Like I'm so in demand. After this, and this show hasn't even aired. You've hit the big time. You're going to a book launch. What next? I know. Next you'll be going well, to the Alan, Logies. No, Alan Jones' is, uh, um, uh, breakfast tomorrow, 10 You've got Alan Jones breakfast? Yeah. But you got to wait for the episode to come out. Yeah, but I got invited. I got an invite. Oh, God. Too popular. Do it tomorrow. I know. And Can't you do it on one, Monday? Can't you do it on Monday? <laughs> No, it's Alan Jones. I can't tell him what to do. Well, you know what? I don't have the same audience as Alan Jones, so I don't need to worry. So I'll just ring him and say, Alan, sorry, man, I can't turn up tomorrow at 10 o'clock to your whatever book launch or whatever he's doing. Uh, Can you do it on Monday, please? That's what I'll say to you. Well, who's who's a bigger name, Megan Pistetto or Alan Jones? You tell me. Well, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Hang on. I'll tell you what it is. It's, um, it's, what is it? It's um, a pocket full of poems. And Alan Jones is going to be there to launch this book for this guy, uh, uh, this guy, and it's Aussie. Oh, so it's not even his book. <laughs> no, no, he's just there to uh, Murray, ha- Murray Harton, but Alan Jones is launching it. I don't know these people. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know either. Alan <laughs> Jones. You don't know either, but you're uh, going. You're going to have a crack of dawn to go. Yeah, but there's free food. There's free food. <laughs> what a you f- can't knock back free food. What's some muesli and yogurt at nine? What are you eating at nine o'clock in the morning? That's bougie. Uh, some free yogurt. I have yogurt. no idea, but it's going to, I have no idea, but, you, you know, it's all about the photo and you, I'm going to get the photo. What, on the red carpet, the media wall photo? Yeah, so you I'll, would, I'll, you I'll would, get that. You would go to the opening of an envelope. Well, it depends if how big the envelope. It's got to be big. <laughs> if the envelope is small from fucking the news agents or Coles, I won't be going. Oh, stop it. Okay. Well, <clears throat> you know what? I'm actually surprised that you got invited to the maths reunion. I'm very shocked because well, you're the biggest. I'm me- shocked too. You're the biggest media snitch to ever live. You sell stories to everyone about everyone. You bag everyone. No, no, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I don't sell stories. That's one thing I don't. Oh sell no, you stories. give them away for free. <laughs> I give them away for free because I think I think people need to know. And and you know what? If I can make a story, if I if I give you a story like like now, if I, if I do an, this interview with you now, and and I and you make me bigger than like bigger than what I am. Um, you can have it. I don't need money for it. So, so in return, I give the story and you give me a big photo. That's, so a, that's, all, that's a fair enough. So all you want, you don't want money, you just want fame. No, that's so, absolutely. And I said that to the producers of the reunion <laughs> the last two days. So we heard. What, how much did you get paid for that? Well, we got, I got, because I, I left, you see. I, I left and then, the, um, you know, we nego- renegotiated and stuff. I got a good substantial amount of money. <laughs> how much? I can't tell you. I can't was say this. The others might get the shits. Was it three thousand dollars? No more. Wow. How much? Five thousand. I can't tell you because. 
Well, raw, but I can't tell you because more, the others will get upset. NASA, up your, upping your so prices. That's the way. That's the way to go. Yeah. So now you're after fame and fortune. Absolutely. Well, that's what it's about. <laughs> you're getting greedy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've been in the game for, for three years now, nonstop. Three years nonstop. Oh, God. I just thought, you know, no way will they ask NASA back because he's just a liability. Why? He's going to ruin the show. He's going to spoil it. Those producers must be smoking crack. But that's why they invited me back is to get – because you think about it, right? The people that were there, okay, and this is all in honesty. You have to think about it. Jokes aside now, <laughs> and I hope you're recording this. Jokes aside, and your audience must understand this, okay? This must understand this. Now, jokes aside, let me run off some of the – just to some of the people there, and you tell me how excited when I, when I tell you their name, right? Okay. You tell me. I can tell by your voice how excited okay. you are. Okay. Uh, Kmart Kim Martha. <laughs> yeah, that's not exciting. Yeah, you're laughing already. You're like, means that she's a joke, right? Um, uh, 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 there you go. See, you're, you're nearly falling off the chair, right? When I said Kmart Kim. I now I said to her, I said to her the other night, I said, darling, if you shopped at Woolies, I would have called you Big W Kim, but you're a Kmart Kim, so I, you're known for Kmart Kim. And then her husband or boyfriend. Michael, we call him Dormat, um, <laughs> because so. he does everything that she tells him to do. So, okay, see those two. So, not exciting. Dean Wells, pff, forget about it. Ir- irrelevant, irrelevant, irrelevant. Like he should have gone after, bar- after after Dancing with the Stars. He should have just danced off the stage and gone <laughs> and stayed in Manly. Right? Savage. That's a disgrace. Yeah, Ryan Gallagher, pff, please. If he's a, a funny man or a joker. I mean, you you really, you know what? I'll tell you what, if, if your audience wants to have a laugh, go down to the doggy park and, and play with some dogs because they're more funnier than Ron Gallagher. Oh right? So there's, a, yeah, there's no excitement. Who else? Cyril, nuts. Completely nuts. Out off the charts, off the wall, whatever you want to call it. Completely nuts. Okay? Unpredictable, unpredictable nuts. Why would and, she and, do I, and I'm not joking. She's just unpredictable. Like She'll just go off and then she might be your friend and if she's not your friend... And when she goes off so well, her eyes just like go off her face, you know? <laughs> so, okay, uh, uh, Ines. Ines is cool. She sits back. Well, you know, like she's – I do. I do we, we hung out like the two days and, um, and stuff. She's really – she's weird, but she's nice, you know? Like she, you just got to be on Ines's level. You can't talk down to her. You can't talk up to her. You just got to – whatever she says, you'll, you'll have a chuckle and go, no, no, no. It doesn't work like that. It works like this and she'll get it. So it's that Ines is cool, right? Um, who else? Jessica. Jessica, you know what? She's trying to change. She's trying to sort of – she's gone to university now or, or TAFE or whatever, learning some skincare course. You know, okay, she's still a little bit exciting because it's – you know, she'll take her top off and she'll get 100,000 views on, on taking her top <laughs> off. Right? That's behave. the only thing she's got going. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's, that's the only thing. Okay, who else? Tracy Jewell, biggest liar in Australia. Re- owes money to everyone in Perth. False pregnant to some poor bastard, has another um, a child that, you know, her mother, I think, cares for. Why have another one when you can't look after the first one? NASA. So that's not exciting. Come on. I'm telling you. No, I'm that's telling you. What, what, you want me to tell Why? What's that? It's true. What, what do you want me to say? She's amazing. She's a guru. She's a therapist. She's nobody. She's nothing. What, what, is, what is she? You know? What is she? She owes money to so many people in Perth. But she can sit on the lounge and go, oh, yeah, I'm fantastic. I've changed. You know, I've taken on the womanhood, blah, 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 blah. But, I mean, look at it all. So I, I come along 
and and everyone just attacks. Everyone just attacks. Bang, ratings will go up. Bang, all the camera people are, are shining. Bang, people are yelling, screaming across the table. You effing this, you bastard this, you son of a gun this, you la 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 la. And 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 all of a sudden, the whole night just turns. So you got attacked for all the comments that you'd made about everyone in the media. Yeah, but hang on. Okay, but, but I tried to explain to these um, uh, um, morons, right, that when when I don't make, I make a comment on someone else's comment. I don't just put the comment. Like I don't go and say, okay, I'm making this up. And if I put something on my story, it's actually quite funny. But I'll put a, like a photo of of someone, and then I'll put underneath what they've done that week or what's happened or whatever, and I'll just make a, like a bit of a joke about it. That's not bullying, right? What bullying is when 20 people attack you, swear at you, and carry on, that's bullying. That's like full-on bullying. Do you know what I mean? I think, bu- but- I think bullying's like, it depends what you say, what you say on the, I know that I get your sense of humour. I know that you're joking on Instagram, but I, you, sometimes you do take it a little bit too far now. Well, some, well I'm the voice of the people. Have you, they, Megan, Megan, <laughs> Megan, come on. I'm the voice of the people. I'm like Princess Diana. You know Princess Diana? She was like the most famous woman. Everyone loved Princess Diana, and she spoke on the behalf of the people. And I'm I'm that person now. I've, like, stepped up. I'm like the, the celebrity that people contact and say, Nasa, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? And I'm, you know, not afraid to say it. That's the, that's the thing. And if you don't like it, then be in, in the public eye. So you think you're the people's princess of Australia? Absolutely, and I said that on I said that on on um, to to the production and everything yesterday. I said I'm the people's princess. So what what was everyone? What happened when everyone attacked you? Well, it just got really nasty. I mean, in all honesty, now I mean, put jokes aside. Oh, they're just swearing. It was like you know, as I said, f and this, f and that. You the c word was like out of control. Wow. Um, and then the production had to come and stop filming. Like they had to stop filming and calm everyone down. But when she was like right in my face, like Who? I tried to stand up, sorry, I was trying to stand up three times and then, you know, she goes, you need to apologize. Okay, okay, I'll set up, apologize, right? And then she, bang, 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 bang. It's like a, a firing gun going at. So I sat down. Then um, um, Seb, um, um, Lizzie's um, um, boyfriend, yeah. he said, come on, guys, give him a go. Let's let him give him a go, right? So I get up again. And she goes off. The gun, the gun goes off. Then I sit down again. And after the fourth time, I'm like, you know what? You can't negotiate with these people. You can't negotiate with her in that state. The best thing to do is leave and just let it go. So I just stormed out, got the microphone and threw it and said, I'm out of here. I don't need this rubbish. You guys are just below me and you don't understand how this whole media thing works. Obviously, you need lessons in that. So I walked out and the camera people followed me and I told them and I explained on, you know, on the cameras and interviews and so on what happened. And mate, I'm telling you, those people that, you know, filmed me that agreed. They said, look, mate, I saw, oh, we agree with you. You're right. I said, you can't negotiate with these people. How do you negotiate with 20 people that are yelling, screaming, abuse? It wasn't even, Megan, it wasn't even like, come on, let's explain here. It was abuse. It was like, it was like, you son of a this, you son of a that. Oh, yeah, like it's like insults, I've, I've aggressive gone, insults. Yeah, it was massive Swearing. insults. Like, yeah, I mean, really, you know, is, is this what people want to watch? Like, like, especially like a reunion type thing, but is this really what people want to watch? I don't think so. 
So when I so I left and everything, and I emailed them, emailed them, said I'm out of here. That's it. I've checked out of the hotel, which I did, and all so happened. Right? It's funny how things happen. All of a sudden, I get to the hotel, and who's there? Daily Mail. <laughs> oh. How the hell did you find me here? You know, like taking photos. Why did you leave? Tell them. <laughs> I don't tell them. They're waiting outside the studio, outside they, they the warehouse. You. They followed you. Yeah. Were you sad? Because I was the first one out. Were you sad when you, like, were you upset that you'd been attacked? Well, absolutely, because I didn't have a chance to explain to them that when someone makes, like, I said, I said to them, I said, well, I tried to say to them, but, but I hopefully got through. I said, hey, when other media outlets, like when other um, in Instagram websites, you know, like, uh, um, you know, all you've got 100 maths um, Instagram pages now you know what I mean everyone has their master so when they do a funny mem a mem or whatever do you guys ring them up and go hey you know what take that down I'm insulted I'm gonna I said you don't even do it because they're making a funny mem I get every day I get someone messaging me saying you're a, an idiot you're a you're an old man you're this and I message back and I say mate listen if it's a woman I'd say darling if you want a date you don't have to abuse me. Just ask me for a date and I'll go out with you. It's okay. You know? So I sort of play, play along washes, with it. The water just drips off your back, NASA. It, it does. It, it drips off. So so I try to explain that. It, by the time I see it or someone tags me into, you know, like say, say Martha. Okay, I'll give you an example. Martha took a photo with her naked or half naked in the bathtub. Okay? Yes. So someone sent that to me. In, someone sent that to me. And said, can you believe this? Like, look at this. What is she trying to do? Um, so I put a note underneath the photo and I said, the only way, right, the only way for this woman to get attention is to realistically do soft porn. Oh, she should Nessa. go into the porn industry. Because so why would nice. you take, no, 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 Megan. Why would you take a naked photo sitting in your own bath and put it on Instagram without get, trying to get attention? It's to get attention. You wouldn't do that. Would you do it, Megan? Would you sit in your bath and take a naked photo, put it on your Instagram? You wouldn't do it, darling, because you, know you are class. You know why I wouldn't do it? Because I don't have Martha's body. No, she, has got a, not, she hasn't got a good body, trust me. I'm oh, telling Nassar, you, I saw some she cellular. Does. She does. She does not. Excuse I me, don't it. body shame on this podcast, please. It's not. No, well, it's, it's you're saying good body. What's a good body? Everyone's I'm sorry. Everyone's got hasn't. cellulite. That's not That's not. Well, nice. she hasn't got a good body. She has not got a good body. But anyway, beside the point. Moving beside on. Beside the point. Moving on. Moving on. I'm telling I want you, the you drama. Do that. I want the drama from the, from the reunion. What, what else happened? So you walked well, that, out, so, so, and, yeah, and then and then and then I uh, then I left ten minutes. Well, I'll tell you, ten minutes later, we're still on the uh, cocktail party now. Um, ten minutes later, what happens? Jessica runs out. Oh yeah, tell me about that. Because Cyril went, confronted her, and um, it got heated, and she threw white wine all over her. I heard in her face. I heard in her face. It wasn't even like you know, it wasn't even on her shirt. It was in her face. and you, Now, you can imagine wine in your eyes. I mean, come on, really? It's too far. Do we have to get to that? Low? Exactly. Insults, okay, I took insults. But really throwing wine at someone's – and I felt sorry for, for her. I really did. She looked very then, upset, didn't she? Well, she was. I mean, she doesn't need that. She said, I'm not, I don't want drama here. And then this happened. So then that wasn't happy. Um, satisfaction not guaranteed. She picks up a jug and just about to throw it to her face. And that was it. They stopped everything, grabbed 
took her aside, the whole lot, blah, 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 and then we walked out. And I, and I just got her downstairs. She's, like, really upset. I got into a cab. She got into a cab and we left. Oh, so you were still we, there for the wine throwing. I thought you must have missed that. Yeah, I just saw it. Oh, no, wow. I just saw like, it. You, like you didn't leave when yeah, you did. Yeah, no, I'm telling you, I'm telling you it, was, it was out of control. And then, um, and then we went our separate ways and we sort of said, that's it, I've had enough. And she said, yep, I've had enough. And then we left and I didn't hear back. But they rang me back. Um, I spoke to them the next day and they must have rang her as well and and said, look, you know, you, you guys should come back. Tonight it's not going to be the same. It's going to be more controlled, we promise. It's just sitting on the lounge with the experts, just, you know, talking about your time on the show, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, uh, but I want this, this, and that. And they went, okay, we'll call you back. Then the camera said, all right, we'll, 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 do, we'll settle it, no problem. Come back because it's part, you've already done it. It doesn't look good for you guys to leave. So they said, we'll send the car around at five o'clock to pick you up <laughs> from the hotel or whatever. But anyway, the car came and then, so I didn't expect to get there. I expected to talk about my time on the show, yeah, mm-hmm. and to be controlled. I didn't expect Melissa and John to attack me. Also, oh, even the experts attacked you. Yeah. For, what did they for, say? For ten minutes, they just said, "You know, um, you're a troll." When you came into the no, when you came to the um, experiment, you know, you got people together. You were like this vibey person. Blah 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 blah. What happened now? You know, now you're doing this and. You're commenting and you're hurting people and that. And I said, no. I said, I've embraced the media, right? And I've embraced the, I'm the go-to guy for reality TV. So if a radio station or whatever, whoever wants to know a little bit of gossip or a little bit of sort of, um, you know, a headline, ring Nas and see what he thinks about this. (laughs) I said, that's what I've embraced. And I've been doing that now for a while and I've been succeeding. That's all I've been doing. So it's not, it's not about trolling. I said, everyone trolls everyone here. All the media outlets troll everyone's Instagram. And that's how they get the information. Anyway, I'm not there. Anyway, it started again, right? And it was going on and on and on. So the, your audience to expect is that NASA gets smashed again. And then Cyril goes off. It, her against Martha. What did she say? She, she, Martha started, you know, it's like, you know, it's hurt this, it's hurt that. In Cyril's defense, she turned around and said to Cyril and Dean Wells and the others, said, hey, you, and she's, hang on, she, say, she said to Michael or Sarah, uh, she said to, I think they got a podcast. Have they, one of them's got a podcast. Who's got a podcast? Um, I don't think anyone. I think Martha. No, Martha's got no. something she does. Oh, she does a video, Celebrity video. Apprentice. No, oh, no, she no, did no, the, video, She did the maths videos last year, the recaps. Yeah, or something like that. And she said, uh, Cyril said, you slammed me on those, you called me this and you called me that, so shut the hell up. You're a fucking troll as well and you're sitting here, you and he, and your, uh, and Michael and Dean Wells, you guys sitting here and bagging out NASA, but you guys have done the same, blah, blah, blah. And I like turned around and I hope they showed my face and I'm like, oh, my God. That's, all of a sudden now she's like on my side, you know. Uh, and she then started, Martha, you're a fake you're a bitch, you're this, your excuse, I don't know. Then they play the video of what happens. The wine? Uh, no, no, they play the video from two years ago. You know what happens on the shows? They play, they recap your... your oh, okay. They, did they time. show the wine moment? Yeah, yeah, they showed everything. Oh, okay. And, that, and it just started again. You know, like they, they sort of fuel it. They fuel the, the situation and then they diffuse it. Fuel <laughs> it, diffuse it. That's and then they started on Innes and they started, you know, blah, blah. But all that time... And this is where my disappointment is. 
I sat down, never asked me how my time was, never asked me how's Gab, do you see Gabrielle, you know, are you still friends, nothing at all. All they wanted me there for was to smash me for 10 minutes and then the storyline turns to, to happy endings. Wait, did they even ask about the coconut oil? Did they show that? Nothing at all. Oh no, I'm telling God. you, they didn't show any of my did videos. They, show, they didn't even ask show me. you cleaning the apartment 50 times? Nothing at all. They, they didn't, didn't show, show the ghost moment? They didn't show the haunted? No, no and they were great moments. I mean, oh. I didn't have scandals. I didn't have scandals. I didn't try to, to sleep with another woman. <laughs> I didn't try to backstab. You know what I mean? They, I, I, my moments on there were quite funny. No, it didn't show. All they showed was scandals and backstabbing. That's their MO, isn't it? Mm. Um, so that's why I'm like, you know, this is really a waste of time. If I knew this was going to happen, I wouldn't have come because it was, it was a waste of time, you know. But the money was good. And I said to to the producers, I said to them, look, because they said, why are you here? You know, you, you do Voxies. You know that. You do Voxies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they said, so why why did you come here tonight, Nessa? Like, why did you change your mind and came here tonight? And I said, I came here um, for three things. And the guy's looking at me and goes, yes. I said, I came here for ratings, for fame, and for the money. <laughs> At least you're honest he, about as, it. As, as he said, and he said that too. He said, you're honest about it. And he said, how did you feel last night, you know, the cocktail party? When you walked in, what was going through your mind? I said, there was two things that were going through my mind. I walk in here, I carry a gun in one hand and a peace sign in the other. And he goes, oh. He goes, I like that. He goes, that means it can go either way. I said, exactly. So if you had a peace gun, why didn't you apologize for the comments you'd made about people? No, I tried. They wouldn't let me. I told you. Oh. And, and, and even when I did, I said, okay, all right, I apologize to you guys. I said, this show here, you know, I'm here basically closing the curtain on maths. You know, like it's over, it's finished, you know, blah, blah, blah. No, that's not good enough. That's not, that's not that sincere. And then Sarah Rosa, oh, my God, she's another – Another piece of work. She's got. Nah, we. I want you to apologise to each one of us personally. <clears throat> I said, listen, sweetheart, I will never apologise to you personally. So don't get your, you know, hopes up high. I said, after this, I will not see any of you, because you're all irrelevant to me. And I am, um, you know, I'm apologise. I'm. So- I said sorry to everyone. That's fine. Blah blah blah. If you don't like that. Don't worry. And that you, if you're not, I said, if you're not like that, don't ask again because you're not going to get it. You go back to Melbourne to your friggin' selling your lipstick. And now this is the punchline, and you need to put this in your podcast. I said, you I'm go back scared. to Melbourne. Sell- I'm nervous. Yeah, selling your lipstick. I said, and now let me tell you, Sarah Rosa, bloody um, chemist warehouse doesn't even stock your lipstick. That's how good it is. Oh my God, NASA! Yeah. Oh, look! I don't look. You listen, take I savage to new heights. Absolutely. Listen, um, Megan, when you get to my age, you don't care anymore. You don't. What even have I got to lose? Now? You don't even have zero fucks. You've got like minus ten fucks. <laughs> yeah, like totally minus ten fucks. So you know that's the thing, and I know. And I, look, I've done. I've done so many. In, and you've seen the headlines today and yesterday. I mean, it's, it's all Nas, 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 Sorrel and, and um, uh, you know, Jess. Nas, 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 Sorrel and Jess. Aren't you worried that you're going to run into these people at an event or something? Like, what if you see them again and they're... <laughs> nah, it would, wouldn't worry me. It would not worry me for a, a bit. And I don't even... Oh, they might even get invited to an event, but who cares? I mean, what events are running these days, you know? You're safe. Um, You're safe for now. <laughs> COVID saved you. Yeah, we, yeah, you know. So, what events are running these days? Like, really? 
So, and if, and people at events invite people that have got the name, and I don't think Dean or Ryan or any of them had will have airtime um, because they'd said nothing. They just said they said nothing. You know, the airtime is this, and that's what's going to happen. The airtime is me, Sorrel, fighting, me walking out, <clears throat> just walking out, getting um, wine in her face. That's the, that's the airtime. And then, oh the, and then all of them gossiping, all of them gossiping. You know, you put your microphone, all of them gossiping. And the second airtime the next day is me again on the couch getting slammed, and then you finish off with a, a happy ending of like, oh, you, you guys are so nice. We're so happy that you guys came and joined us. Welcome to the Maths family. You'll get that, and then the show finishes. Rainings will go through the roof, and the new season starts, and this is a build-up for the new season. The new season starts, and they're hoping that, people will embrace it. Because remember, they had a shocker this year. This yeah. year, yeah. They I've had heard, a shocker this year. I've heard this next season isn't as isn't that good either. No, it's not. They've, they've, people have already left and um, the next season, and I've seen photos of these people. Oh, my God, it's so boring. Oh, my God. They're just not, <laughs> How can they're you like, tell from a photo what they're like? I can like. tell from a photo. <laughs> you know, so there's no, and, and speaking, no, well, and speaking oh to, to fa- photographers, speaking to photographers, that photo papped them and they said uh, they're not that, it's not that Hey, good. did the producers say anything about the new season? Did they give you any goss on it? Nothing at all, the new season. They're not um, that stupid we to know tell these, you anything. Nah, we know these silly actors, um, one actor, one DJ, and they're not even DJs and actors. They're just like, he played, she played a record in Perth. Oh, she's a DJ. Um, he is a breakfast announcer at like 3 o'clock in the morning who listens to that. Oh, he's a breakfast, you know, that sort of. No profile people. They're just like, they're just people doing these jobs. Um, but I think this, the reason they've done this because they're worried about the new season not rating. So it must be shit. Yeah. On it. No, seriously. Think about it. You know, if you, your new season, you're not confident, what do you do? You no, pull something out of the hat. Nothing will ever beat season five or season six, no, will it? As no, much even, as they try. Even, even the yeah, toothbrush even Tara. Thing. Yep, was, even what? Tara came in and she said, she said, I'll be honest with all of you. This was last night at the end of it. She goes, I'll be honest with all of you. You know, thanks for all coming. Like, this has been amazing. We, the last two nights of nothing. No one can predict the last two nights because it's not scripted, you see. It's not like no one told us what to say. We, they just let us go. Um, she just said, um, my favorite season was season five and six. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's everyone's favourite season. Yeah, I think so too, and and, and memorable. So they've got know, they've got no choice but to keep bringing you back and back and back. They should make this a yearly event. Yeah, I think so too. I think maybe the next time, what do you reckon? A, a celebrity marries a um, an ordinary person, something like that. Put you back in to get married. Imagine that. Yeah, you know something like yeah. I mean, people might watch that. You know, like celeb, you know, someone married or celebrity marries someone else on the show or something. I don't know. But they'll come up with something anyway to keep it going. Hey, what happened with Cyril and Eden? He picked her up last night or something. Yeah, because she left. She she stormed off. Do you know anything about that? Was he was he? No, he was upset. He was like, he's livid that Dean Wells um, uh, went against uh, Cyril. Stuck up for Jess. Yeah, um, no, stuck up for Martha and uh, that. But Dean Wells, look, Dean Wells is is known for hanging out with whoever relevant for five minutes. And Dean Wells is always there in the background trying to take a photo, blah, 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 <laughs> just trying to keep relevant. He's known for that. Oh, you know, God. so going against her, and he, him and Eden were hanging around for months, remember? They turned up to every event together. <clears throat> now, like he turned against his wife or girlfriend or whatever, 
uh, it's not a good thing. Watch out. <laughs> exactly, watch out. I think you know, but there's a lot of there's a lot of anger and a lot of a lot of sort of um, uh, issues that have haven't been resolved. But I don't think these everyone's going to see everyone anyway. So do you think it'll ever be resolved? It, nah, no way. They said it. They admitted it. The drama continues. Hey, what yeah. happened? What happened with the current affair? So they were there filming. I heard as well. Yeah, current affair filming, and they and they wanted me. So I was like. Um, person that she wanted and it was funny because i i said that diana princess diana line and, and the girl <laughs> seriously turned around and all the, the top producers were in the room watch like listening to what i was saying they she the girl the interviewer turned around and said nasa i've got to admit right these were exact words um i've got to admit i'm i'm one of your fans <laughs> of and the I many fans around, of the many fans join the club yeah, and I, and I turned around to the producer girl and I said, see, I do have fans. <clears throat> it's not all that bad. So that current affair thing will come out, I reckon, next year before the series starts. Mm, and they'll, they'll be like, I can just imagine up. the headline. Yeah, I can just imagine the headline. NASA Sultan um, compares himself to Princess Diana. <laughs> I mean, it's a great headline. Oh, God, you, know you are I mean? a headline generator. You just love, I, you love the drama more than me. Who would have thought? I do. I really love it. I really love it. I love. I love it. I thrive on it. It's. It's like you know. Like I said, I. I give people what they want. You know. <laughs> and the, then when I read, you're the spirit animal know, of but, this podcast. Yeah, and th think about it. Right. I don't take friggin' endless selfies, do I? No, I don't take nude photos. I don't show my, uh, oh, you know, look, chest or muscles. So I don't do that. I, I do funny, quirky things. You take a few well, media wall photos. You're a little bit of a media wall whore. Yeah. Well, I love that. I mean, at least there's some background behind me. It's not like <laughs> me taking a selfie walking down the street or me taking a selfie having a coffee. What's that? What's that say? You know. At least you've got some. At context. least the media. Yeah, that's right. It's that context. So there you go. Now your job now is to blow this up and say, "Poor NASA. We got him at ten o'clock at night when he hasn't had any sleep today. He's been running around doing stuff and and talking and carrying on and say as a special guest because he's my best friend." He waited up for me to do this interview, so you should be lucky. Hey, hey, I was I called you at seven and you didn't answer, so you had no, 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 stood no. me up. You're but Mr. I was, Popular. No, I was <laughs> I was busy, but you know, and also your audience should know that we've been playing phone taps all day. We today. have, oh my we god, have, we have, we have, we have been but phone taps. I'm your favourite media girl, aren't I? Well, you are. I mean, you're the one, and and tell the audience this and put this on. You're the actually only one that that really looked after me when you're working for the magazines. Remember all the, the parties and all the, all the things and you used to ring me and say, guess what? This is happening. I got you on the guest list and blah, blah, blah. I mean, come on. It was, it was fantastic. I got you, you on know? a few guest lists, didn't I? <laughs> Absolutely. So, and I got you, you know. a few, I had you in a few articles in your time. Yeah, oh, yeah. Front pages yeah, yeah. as well. You owe me. Yeah. yeah. Well, you owe me. I mean, they never paid me for those articles. <laughs> you didn't want the money. You just wanted the fame. I did, I did, I did. All right, I, I, I'll, I'll give you a selfie. Yeah, yeah. I'll send you a photo of me signed Lol. to Megan. Lol. I'll sell it on <laughs> eBay for for two cents. Yeah, well, remember the dollar selfie that I was selling at Bondi? Oh, yeah. <laughs> remember that? Everyone remembers you're that. A, you're, you know? a, I mean, NASA, you're an icon. I know you're, you're a, you are a big troll, but you're an icon. You're a lovable thank troll. Thank you, my <laughs> Thank you, my love. I do, I do I try to sort of entertain. You know, it's, now, it's all entertainment. Now, before you go... 
Is yeah. there any other goss? Do I need to run through names to ask you to remind you? Is there any goss with anyone? Uh, not really. I mean, it's it's really what I what I was telling you. You've said it, everything. It's basically in a nutshell. Yeah. If I remember, I'll send. I'll text okay. you. But we'll do another what about, one. A short actually, before version. you go, what about Foxy Jojo? What was she up to? Oh, she's lost so much. She looked amazing. Oh, that's a nice like, comment from you. you. Not, first oh, first compliment God. you've ever given someone. Right yeah, here. We've she, got a record of it. Yeah, seriously. She <laughs> she looked bloody amazing. She I mean, she's good. got a heart of gold, that girl. You really should get her on and Foxy reach out to her. Yeah, she's got a heart of gold. She really has. Um, you know, she's harmless. She doesn't mean anything. Like just really, really lovely, and she lost a lot of weight, and she embraced me, and we laughed and joked, and you know, and she admits she said, "I'm a bogan. I love it. This is me." You know, she, her poor mother, you know, like her poor mother's sick. She's raising a couple of kids on her own, works hard. She is a really nice, like girl, really, really nice girl. I like Foxy Jojo. Did um, she's a bit of an icon. Would you ever? Pair up with Foxy Jojo. That you'd be no, 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 not Adelaide. She would never move from Adelaide to whatever. No, I wouldn't. No, 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 I wouldn't. You know, but as best friends, yes. Oh, that's cute. But uh, but yeah, but I like her. Did you hear your shout out on the last episode? I didn't actually, because you know I have old equipment here. I don't have the latest like you have. (laughs) Just need a phone. I know. I don't. Well, I have the old Nokia. Remember podcast. No, well, I don't have the facilities to to do that. So, what was the shout out? Tell me, Jamie Doran. Do you know Jamie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He of said course. that he said, "Oh, he gave you a shout out about something I can't remember now." And he said, "Oh, I bloody love you, NASA." And then I said that you're a big troll. Yeah, <laughs> he's 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 he loves he would love all that stuff. Believe <laughs> me, he would love all that stuff. He's a good kid. He's a good kid. He's not a kid. He's forty-one. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Anyone younger than me is a kid. <laughs> How old are you? you know? 81? No, 53. Oh, he's close to your age. Yeah, 54 next year. He's and I've told to, you. He's I, closer to your no, age he's not. than he's my 41. age. Yeah, but I'm, yeah, that's, he's 41. But I've always told you, and I've, and I've, I've, tro- I've trolled you too, Megan. I've trolled you, and I've always said, Wait, what? only, remember, I've trolled you. I said, I've, only if you would date a short, dark, handsome Egyptian. I think that's, that's all. trolling, trolling yourself, not trolling me. I don't take offense <laughs> and to then, you calling your yourself comment, a short, dark think, Egyptian. <laughs> and your comment was, keep dreaming <laughs> or something like that, so but I love you or something NASA. like that. Yeah, in your dreams, that's, that's, uh, there you go. But, but anyway, one day you'll change your mind. Okay. Now, well, I'm going to go to bed, I'll my let you darling. go. Sweet dreams. Dream right, of me. Life. I will. I promise you. I always do. I'll have your photo right. next to me on the pillow. <laughs> oh, God. Um, don't and, do that. And, and get this out and um, – and, let me know how it goes. Okay, it'll be out tomorrow. All right, my love. Make Thanks, sure it's, Nessa. you know, we had him, you know, on blah, blah, blah. You know what to do. Yes, I will. Behave yourself, please. See you, my darling. Go home and rest. Bye. See, See you, love. Bye. Bye. Guys, I usually don't edit people, to be honest, but I did have to cut a tiny bit out of Nasser's interview because there were just way too many insults thrown. Like, he crossed the line a few too many times. He took it a bit far, and I didn't want to offend people. So that was a slightly censored version of NASA, which is still scary to think. This is bad behavior. Everybody calm down. It's a case for the FBI. So scandalous. Detective Megapus on the Fraser Neat case again this week. Like, hopefully this is my last week because I really don't want to talk about him anymore. Let him fade into obscurity because we do not like fuckboy super spreaders on this show. 
So we all saw Ellie's heartbreaking video where she revealed on Friday, just two hours after the episode dropped, that she had split from Fraser. It was the news that we all already knew, TBH. She said that they'd grown apart since filming the show, which is sus because just a few days before that, she was slamming all the rumors. I'm using those little inverted comma things and saying that they were going strong. She was moving to Queensland, blah, blah, blah. Now look, I feel bad for Ellie. She did look really sad. I don't doubt that, but I'm going to be controversial here and say that I definitely think that they were already broken up before this video was done. I think the announcement was made because they basically couldn't keep pretending that they were still together with all the evidence that had been thrown their way and all the claims that had come out, mainly on this podcast. As I said, I don't doubt that the tears weren't real. And I think that Ellie actually did handle it really well. Like it was a really good video and, you know, she handled the situation well. There's obviously some things going on in the background that we cannot be privy to. But I honestly personally think that it was more so the pressure of the situation and having to keep up the facade and obviously the whole media scrutiny, all of that, right? Now, the weird thing for me is this. Fraser's secret girlfriend, Cheyenne, who came on the show, told me that Fraser finished filming on the 6th of September and he got his phone back the day after that on the 7th of September because he texted her immediately when he got his phone back. Now, I'm no mathematician, but Ellie's video about their breakup was posted on the 6th of December. Exactly three months after filming ended. To the day, to the freaking day, like to the minute. Like they probably finished filming in the afternoon. She's posted literally like three months after filming ended. Do not at me and tell me that that is a freaking coincidence. Three months to the day, to the fucking day. And I'm even swearing and I've been censoring myself all episode. Sorry, mum. So that happened. I was beside myself, honestly. Then I thought, okay, great, it's stopped, that's it. But no, wait, there's more. It was announced this week that Fraser and Joe would be hosting a ladies' night in Darwin this month. The promo read, Topless Disco Dream Boys and Hen's Party Heaven, which is a weird flex for a guy who's recently heartbroken. It's also a weird flex for a guy who would have been in a relationship when signing up for this gig. Having worked in events before myself, I can 100% guarantee you that this would have been organized weeks, if not months ago. It was then confirmed by Renee Barrett, who is actually good friends with the event organizer, that the event was actually organized weeks ago. One fan commented underneath the photo on my post and said, surely this would have been arranged prior to the breakup last weekend. Another wrote, absolutely. Wish I could say I was surprised though. Then Renee herself confirmed their suspicions, writing, I can confirm this is true. Just last month, Ellie insisted that she and Fraser were going strong in an Instagram Q&A. We are still together and I'm going to move to Queensland in January. That's the plan, she told her fans. And Fraser, who still has not commented publicly on the news, he hasn't mentioned the breakup once on his Instagram or anywhere. He did celebrate, though, the return of a music festival mark your diaries and posted a whole bunch of other random shit. So he's been active on social media. He just hasn't addressed this at all. Before this, he only ever posted one photo of Ellie to his Instagram feed and one photo to his Instagram story. After, I might add, he was criticized for not posting enough about her. No acknowledgement of their relationship or of the breakup whatsoever. If you're going to go on a show to find love, and if you do find love and the relationship ends, the least you can do to the hundreds of thousands of fans who invested their time, their emotional energy into your relationship is to at least acknowledge it, acknowledge the breakup, acknowledge the relationship, if not for the sake of the fans, 
do it for the sake of your partner. Like, do it for someone. Do it for, like, the butcher at the local shop, as Cheyenne would say. Now, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Oops, I just realized I'm not actually finished with the segment yet. Sorry, I'm back. My TED Talk is still going, guys. Awkward. So thank you for staying at my TED Talk. That was just a little quick intermission. I had to take a sip of water and turn the page of my notes. Just quickly before I sign out, I have some extra insider info from a previous Bachelor contestant, which may explain why Ellie and Fraser have handled this situation the way that they have. They said, it's not the first time Warner has done that contract stuff. When I was in the house, Nathan Favreau was good friends with Davey Lloyd and Davey knew Tara Pavlovich well. And he said that she was being paid to stay with Sam. Nathan said he was mates with Davey who was close to Tara and she told him in the house that they had been paid $10,000 to stay together for appearances for six months after the fact. What Nathan said in the house absolutely blew my mind. I had no idea that this shit went on. I was a naive mofo who didn't know that type of stuff happened. As far as Ellie and Fraser goes, I think you're on the money. Pun intended. Warning. Oh my god. Okay, let's focus. That's all the tea I've got for you guys today. Holy moly. I can barely speak. I feel like I'm going to lose, wake up tomorrow and lose my voice. Like it's drier than a rye crusket. It's honestly been a week and maths is just starting. It's just gearing up. God, give me strength to get through another season plus the reunion, honestly. Help me. Next week on Tuesday, I have the final installment of the Jamie Doran mini series. We reach stage five clinger level. I am so sad that it's almost over. He spills tea on his various celeb feuds and answers all of your burning questions, which is good practice for when he has to finally take the stand and be interrogated by those Warner Brothers lawyers. Then, of course, on Friday, I've got another episode, a very special episode before Christmas. Oh, by the way, I'm actually not taking a break over Christmas. Believe it or not, I will continue working with the one to two episodes a week throughout the holidays because, as you know, I'm the devil and the devil works hard. But this you already know. So, yes, I will have some content coming your way throughout the break. Don't despair. Um, I really should take a break. But, hey, I hate sleeping. So it's all good. Just doing God's work and giving back to the people. Guys, if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate and review. Five stars only, of course. And please keep sharing. So dramatic around more than NASA shares himself around the comment section on Instagram, more than he shares himself around the various media outlets in this country. Post a screenshot wherever you're listening to the episode on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, LinkedIn, Grindr, OnlyFans, etc., etc. Thank you for listening to another episode of So Dramatic. See you next Tuesday. Good riddance. Good luck. Goodbye. Ciao for now. Kind regards. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. So dramatic with Megan Pacetto.